Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is Donna Lee. You can reach out to us during the week at 512-238-0762. You can send your questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. Like I keep saying, we are an award-winning podcast. And you can also listen to our podcast wherever you catch them for free. Today, we have Dustin Fontenot with us. Welcome back, Dustin. Hi, thanks for having us. Dustin is one of our amazing PAs. And uh, last time I said to him when we did a podcast, I said, what do you want to talk about? And he said, kittens. And I was like, sweet, let's talk about kittens. So we talked about my 22 pound and that I have a really big cat. So today I thought we'd talk, you said, I texted you, what do you want to talk about? And you said, puppies. Puppies. (laughs) (laughs) So of course I have something to talk about. I have two mini wiener dogs, so we can talk about my wieners. Okay. Um, We have three teenage boys. We have two mini wiener dogs. And oftentimes, the little wiener dogs are sitting on their laps. My son, his name is Sterling. He's going to kill me for this. But (laughs) sometimes I walk in the room and he's petting the wiener dog and he'll tell me, Mom, please leave me alone. I'm stroking my wiener. (laughs) So there's never an end. It's very awkward. (laughs) (laughs) It is a little awkward, but there's no end to wiener jokes in our house and apparently cat jokes. Yeah. So you also never get old. You have a big cat, too. Yeah, I do. Uh, and you got Katie. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dustin and I were going to talk about some, some real things today. Dustin, this has been kind of weighing on me. We have a lot of patients on BioT, and that is the testosterone that you put on your backside. Yes. It's a little teeny tiny little pellet. Yes. How big is this pellet? Uh, I usually tell patients it's like the size of a cooked grain of rice. Really? It's that small? Yeah. Oh, well, I've only been in the clinic for four years. You'd think I would know that. <laughs> I have been thinking myself about doing it, but I get my testosterone injections every two weeks. So okay. really quickly, tell us about, tell the guys out there listening, what's the benefit to getting pellets versus coming in once a week or doing self-injections if they don't want to do that anymore? Yeah. So the pellets sort of make the whole process really easy. They last for about six months. The big benefit is convenience, right? So mm-hmm. instead of having to do a weekly injection or applying a cream every day, we can put the pellets in and it's kind of set and forget it. We put them in and you don't have to worry about it for six months. The process takes all of about 10 minutes. We numb up an area in the back of your hip, a little numbing medication, make a little small incision and put the pellets in. There's no stitches or anything like that. We just it's put that small, that small. We'll put a bandaid on it, a little dressing ice pack and you're good to go. And so you don't feel it like when you sit down cause it's up higher on the upper side of your butt hip. That's right. Yeah. So it's more, it's up, up higher, closer to your hip, so that you don't actually sit on them. Gotcha. So it's a, it's a regular stream, if you will, of testosterone. It's a flow of testosterone. <clears throat> so you're not getting the surges, like when you get injections. Right. So it's continuously released. So mm. whereas, you know, with the injections, you'll get sort of a high and low throughout your cycle. This allows it to um, have a much more steady state, which is a lot more physiological, closer to what our natural testosterone production is. Gotcha. Okay. And then, so for men, it's every six months mm-hmm. on average. Yep. And women every three okay. on average. And then, so all you really have to do is get blood work done before you get the next implant, if you will. Correct. Okay. And that's just testosterone, getting your testosterone checked. Mm-hmm. And, and some other hormones. And we're just making sure that the dosing and things like that is correct and the interval that you're on. Perfect. Well, that sounds like a winner for our KLBJ guys out there who, who don't want to deal with the injections because we sure get a lot of people in every week. Yeah. It's a 
great option. Right. Uh, so we have a listener question. I thought that would be great for you. Again, send your questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. This particular question from a patient, a listener said, how do we know if testosterone therapy affects fertility? I'm in my mid thirties. Yeah, it's a great question. And it's a topic that comes up a lot actually with our patients in that sort of age group that are either trying to have children currently or in the near future. Mm -hmm. And so traditional testosterone therapy uh, with the use of exogenous testosterone or, you know, either the injections or the pellets like we were talking about can certainly reduce current sperm counts. So it will actually lower in some guys, not all. Uh, mm -hmm. There's plenty of men that get pregnant all day long on while they're on testosterone treatment. But That's it's counterintuitive to me. You'd think I always thought if patients are on testosterone, they have more sperm. Yeah. That's not really the case. Yeah. It, it has to do with the feedback mechanism in the body that kind of turns down the production of sperm. So hmm. it's a it's a real it's a real concern. And it's one that we talk about on with every patient that comes in, you know, discussing treatment if they're still in kind of that baby making phase. So there's ways to mitigate it. And, and we can do baseline semen analysis to kind of see where your counts are and then periodically do semen analysis during the treatment to make sure that your counts don't drop off. Um, there's adjunctive, uh, medications that we can use as well to help maintain that sort of natural sperm production and, 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 uh, some of your own natural testosterone production as well. And then we have other treatment options, um, that are not testosterone, but can help your body produce more testosterone in a fertility sparing way. Like what? Supplements? No. Um, it's a medication called clomiphene. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So it's a pill form mm -hmm. um, that kind of tricks the body into making more of its own natural testosterone. Uh, but doing so, it doesn't affect the fertility. In fact, it can actually increase sperm counts. Hmm. Are there any big side effects to that? Not really. Um, you know, anecdotally, the guys will tell, usually most guys don't feel as well on that medication as they do taking, you know, traditional testosterone and whether or not that's a kind of placebo thing where they just, you know, they feel better if they're getting actual testosterone right. um, versus a medication to try to enhance their own, their own body's testosterone. Mm. I know I like getting testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> Most do. I have told you, I have those amazing dreams after after my injection every other week. But uh, so tell me more about the fertility patient. So a guy's in his 30, mid 30s, 40s, um, that is a valid concern. We never, I never really thought about that. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it all kind of comes down to sort of what their immediate time frame is, right? So like, are they actively trying to conceive mm -hmm. versus, um, you know, we have some younger guys that may not even be married and they're like, well, it's Hopefully I'll have children one day, but you right. know, there so the approach is in 10 year plan. Yeah. So the approach <laughs> is a little bit different, but you know, another, um, kind of option that we can have is we'll have patients actually go in bank sperm. So you go to a sperm bank and you can freeze your sperm mm -hmm. and that acts as sort of like your insurance policy. It's kind of like, you know, worst case scenario when you do try to, um, conceive if we're unable to get counts back up. Um, you know, you have that frozen sperm that you can thaw out and, and use. In most cases, even guys that are on testosterone therapy for a period of time, we can um, get their sperm counts back or back up to normal levels just by taking them off the testosterone. And then with a couple of other um, medications we can use to help uh, get those numbers back up. Gotcha. So it's sort of reversible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most of the time it is. Mm -hmm. um, but again, having that, that frozen sperm uh, kind of as a backup is um is never a bad idea that's so interesting mm -hmm. free some sperm is there a place in austin that they they have the bank there are yeah okay. 
Well, I guess yeah. it'd be in every city, but... Every big city, yeah. I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. What else can you tell us about men who are concerned about fertility and starting testosterone? Well, they definitely need to have a conversation with whatever provider they're seeing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the wrong thing is just to go in blind. Uh, we always recommend as well as a baseline semen analysis before they even get started. Mm-hmm. Because it could be the case as to where your sperm counts were already low before you even thought about testosterone treatment. Mm. And so, you know, putting you on it could definitely drop you down to either zero or, or not enough to get pregnant. So having that baseline information is important. Um, and many times, uh, there is a relationship between low testosterone and low sperm counts too. Hmm. So, you know, if you don't do that and then five years later you want to get pregnant and your counts are low, well, we didn't really ever know what it was five years ago before you even started treatment. Right. You know, so having that information right off the bat, I think is really important. Okay. That's fascinating. I never thought about that. Um, you can get your sperm checked and counted at the office. And I'm always fascinated about the magazines we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, they actually did a study. Uh, they, they measured how long it took guys to ejaculate in the office producing a semen sample. Mm-hmm. And so they used kind of just traditional pornography mm-hmm. and then on one side of the hallway and then on the other side of the hallway, they did like the really bad fetish stuff. <laughs> like, like the ones you got to reach like way back on the counter for. <laughs> The ones you get arrested for. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Taboo. And so, so then they found that the ones, the fetish stuff, the guys were able to produce their sample way quicker. Stop talking. Yeah. For real. For real. (laughs) Y'all are gross. That is the reason why we have such a. (laughs) We have a fetish section at our clinic. Uh, But yeah, you just come in with your cell phone. I'm sure you can make it happen. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of before the whole cell phone days and things like that. That's true. Interesting. Well, mm. if you've learned anything today, I've learned that all of you guys are dirty. It's <laughs> just kind of weird. Um, well, if you want more information or want to see Dustin as a patient, you can call us at 512-238-0762. If you're super curious, you can come check out our fetish magazine list that we have <laughs> in the office that we should update. Um, our website's Armor Men's Health at I'm sorry, armormenshealth.com. You can send us your questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. And you can also check out our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can Google Dustin Fontenot, PA extraordinaire. Thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour. 